0: Welcome back, guys. We were on a hiatus. We both took separate vacations. We did not plan that out accordingly. That was back to back, but it is another episode of Dating Tales and Dating Fails with your host, Trace.
1: And your co host, Aria.
0: I got her while she was taking a sip. (laughs) And today, we have a special guest. We have
1: Ruby Tesla.
0: Ruby, what do you do?
2: I am a burlesque performer. And I do, you know, online content creation, a.k.a. only fans.
0: <laughs> I don't think you need to whisper that. I know.
2: <laughs> I know, I'm just playing around. Just in case any of your listeners are shy.
0: Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, they, they, they listen to this weekly, like, I don't like hearing any of this.
2: <laughs> Some people hate listening to stuff. You, you never know. You might have somebody listening to this just, like, furiously masturbating and just being, like... How dare they? How dare they? Shame!
0: <laughs> I think that's most of, like, both Fox News and CNN's viewers. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, on both sides, they're just, like, attacking each other. I was like, dude, you guys are just insane.
2: <laughs> so what are some fun facts about you? Oh, man, some fun facts about me are I have been professionally some form of naked on the internet since about 2008. Um, I have been performing and producing burlesque shows for about nine years, and uh, I am pansexual, and I'm in a long-term polyamorous relationship. I don't know. Are those fun facts? Are those fun? I don't know what's I fun.
0: Those are questions we were going to ask. I kind
2: of figured, so, so I... Like, I huh.
0: can, we, can we expand upon those two? Yeah, ask
2: whatever so you like, want to know.
0: Pansexuality, like, what yes. do you mean by that? Like, So for the ones that don't...
2: Yeah, I mean, I use pansexual and bisexual pretty interchangeably for myself. Uh, it basically just means that my attraction to people is not tied to their gender in a specific way. I'm attracted to all genders, all presentations, androgynous people, very, very masculine people, very, very feminine people. It's just across the board. It's it's whatever,
3: <laughs> whatever, you. whoever.
2: And I don't think that bisexual really means anything that different from pansexual, but for some reason, pansexual just feels more correct for me. I, I can't really explain why, but I use both.
0: Well, it sounds like it's because like you know, bisexuality, you have a type for each. You know what I'm saying? It sounds like you don't really have a type. You, you're you attracted to it when you're attracted to it, and you know what it is when you see it.
2: I don't know if I agree with that definition of bisexual, but you're definitely right about my specific sexuality.
0: Okay. Well, let me explain. Maybe that's not the definition. Maybe it's like bisexuality and pansexuality. Like, one's within another.
2: Maybe. I honestly don't even know. I've been trying to wrestle with those definitions for, like, such a long time that I've I just use both now. I, I don't really care that much.
0: I feel that. I feel that. Let's get past this. Okay. <laughs> so
2: how long have you been poly? Uh, so I have... Oh, that's a hard question. My current relationship has been polyamorous for like two years. Okay. Um, but I have kind of experimented with, with various forms of, you know, ethical non-monogamy for on and off the last, you know, 15 or 20 years-ish.
1: So when you started dating, were you monogamous and later you discovered that you wanted to be poly and what made you decide that?
2: Um, yeah, and I just realized 20 years ago I was too young to know what polyamorous was, so that was not correct. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, in my current relationship, we started out as monogamous mm-hmm. um, and then we kind of reached a, a sort of tipping point where it was like, oh shit, we really like each other. It feels like a lot of pressure to like figure out what next steps are, and then you get to that kind of panic moment of oh, are we, like, like, really in for the long haul on this? And Mm -hmm. it kind of became, like, let's figure out how this dynamic is going to work. Essentially. And, like, he had kind of tried to be poly in previous relationships and, like, Mm -hmm. not really, um, you know, gotten a good response from his previous partners with that. Yeah. And I had done it before in the past and gotten burned really bad from it. So I had kind of always thought I wanted to do this, but just kind of talked myself out of it because I'd had such bad experiences and just kind of convinced myself that what I actually wanted was monogamy. Mm-hmm. But then when I was with him and he brought it up, I was like, oh, damn, I could actually like be happy and be with him and do this like I want to, and maybe I shouldn't give up on this so fast, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe I should actually like dive in and...
0: So- yeah. Like, when when you say poly, because it can mean a lot of different uh-huh. things. Like, what what do you, I guess, what are your all's boundaries on your polyamorous relationship?
2: Currently, very, very
0: few boundaries.
2: Currently, I mean, our relationship is primary. We've been together for years. Yeah. Uh, other than that, though, like, you know, we date other people. We have relationships with other people. Our only, like, hard rule is just condom use. You know, we use condoms with other people. And that makes sense. that's that's really like the only like actual rule, you know. We tell each other everything, we you know keep each other posted on stuff, and it's not even in like a I have to keep tabs on you kind of way. It's more like a, we want to be you know, know
0: involved in each
2: other's other. lives kind of way. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah just no, like a relationship. That makes sense. Like mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it should be when you're doing it right. I think so. You know, like because it is a partnership, and so you need to be completely open and honest. Mm-hmm. Like a polyamorous relationship is built on honesty. Absolutely. That is, like, you cannot keep secrets from one another. You have to be forthright with who you're sleeping with, with who you're seeing, Mm -hmm. you know, because if you start having feelings one way or another, things start changing. It's right to the partner for them to know.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think one rule that um, I kind of insisted on very early on was... That we should both speak up if we start having like any kind of negative feelings, mm-hmm. even if we don't feel like we're justified in having those feelings, because f- feelings like jealousy are not very rational, but no. we feel them anyway. Yeah. And so you have to speak up when you start to feel those things, and then you can talk about it and get through it, and then it's fine almost every time. Like, no, that's
0: exactly <laughs> it. It's like, no, you're you're 100% correct. Mm-hmm. Like, your feelings are justified, like, yeah. no, regardless yes, of they are. are valid. Yeah, like, I mean,
2: and even if you talk yourself out of that feeling and find a way around it, you know, it comes from somewhere real. Like, every time I have felt some form of insecurity in our relationship, it's because there was something I wasn't getting. And it might have been something I wasn't getting from him, or it might have been something I just wasn't getting from my own life that I needed to work on. And just talking through it got to the bottom of whatever the issue was, and we were able to move past it and be happy again. Yeah. And that's just what it takes.
0: <laughs> so how did you meet this layout?
2: he is a musician um he's a hip-hop violinist and i met him when i was in miami doing a radio show and uh i went to my friend's burlesque show afterwards and then my friend who produced that burlesque show was producing an open mic later that night so i went with that with them to that and he was playing like a feature spot at this open mic night so i met him at one of his shows basically is the short version of that yeah
0: that's that's what I've realized, is uh, I should just start inviting more girls to shows, cause <laughs> even if I bomb, they're into it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there is, like, something to be said for, like, the intimacy of a stand-up comic- mm-hmm. comedy show. Like, there's, there's, like, a lot of weird chemistry that happens between, like, Audience and comedian and comedy yeah. shows. I mean, you can probably speak a lot more to that than I can because I'm not a comedian. But like, it,
0: no, I, I definitely know what you're saying. Where <laughs> yeah. It's like you know, it, there's it's um the audience is a, is a beast almost. You know that you have to deal with in some way, and like, there's different ways to to handle it. I mean, I know like I've only been doing this a short period of time, mm-hmm. like so. Like, I mean, who am I to talk about it? Like, <laughs> <But, laughs> that's really the way I look at it. But like, I've always seen it like that, like you come off, and you, like, just, like, immediately address them, you get in front of it, you know, like, you create a conversation more than you do, like, a TED Talk,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and so, like, I feel like that's what I always like to do, like, that's, when I'm doing it right, that's what I feel like I should be doing, but I still haven't been doing that for a while, so, mm. <laughs> who <am> Yeah, I? <laughs> I
2: feel like comedians express so much, like, vulnerability on stage, at least the good ones, and it's, like, it, there's I don't know, it creates, like, this weird feeling of intimacy that I don't think any other, like, performance, even stripping, really, like, has.
0: No, I'm know. with you. Yeah, it's,
2: like, it's, like, a weird... I've been thinking about it lately because a couple of my friends have gotten more into comedy been going to a lot of comedy shows. Yeah. Like, I'm like, wow, this is, like, really intense.
0: <laughs> no, it is. It's something else. It's, well, it's just, like, when I met you, the first thing that you said to me was, like, I used to have a sex podcast and what you said was 100% true. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't remember what I said. You were, I said something I say, about like was, I have no boundaries with sex. Oh,
2: oh, I remember what I said. I said something like um, you know, when you are when your life is like immersed in in, you know, talking about sex. And for me, like, performing sexuality on stage and, like, the lifestyle that I have and the friends that I have, like, it's really easy to forget that, like, what's normal for you is not normal for everyone. Yeah. And, like, then you just end up talking to somebody for the first time and, and you're like, yeah, you know, like, double anal. And they're like
0: what <laughs> no, exactly they get like so like freaked out about it like but like i don't know i feel like i'm really good at this like, <laughs> like, it, let me explain i was talking to ari about this on the way here i was on a plane ride and like i was with this like the person next to me was this like older like 61 year old super conservative woman like, this woman started talking to me about, like, Trump, and I was just like, yeah, man, that's crazy, because if you're going to Atlanta, I did not want to be associated with her. I didn't to get out and be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it whatchamacallit, so, but I got I ended up pivoting towards her love life, and she told me she was married 17 years ago, and she didn't have sex before marriage, and I really, like got into, like, how she, like, viewed the world and everything and her sex life on top of that then. And I convinced her to have sex with this dude (laughs) and steal him from this other woman.
1: (laughs) Sex before marriage is good. Learning yeah. is fun. Yeah,
0: it's like, listen, I mean, unless there's a ring on it, that's up for grabs. Like,
1: Just because there's a goalie, don't mean you can't score. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's Guys, we don't condone our own actions on this show.
1: <laughs> well, listen, you
2: also never know who's monogamous, who's open, who's swingers, who's polyamorous. You that's never, a good point. you never know what someone's deal is until you go for it.
0: That's true. I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. Like there's something about it, but also I mean if they're if they're reciprocating it, it takes two to tango. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Like, yeah. like when somebody's, Oh, it was a mistake. What like that's a lot of mistakes that had to be made <laughs> yeah. for you to get to the point where this man's inside of you. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not like you're just gonna trip like, Oh no like you <laughs> go to a bar, you have to meet him, he's buy you some drinks to go to the bathroom. You have to realize there's no (laughs) combos. Go to (laughs) 7-Eleven. It's
1: a lot of steps. So Ruby, how old are you, and how old were you when you first started dating? I am 35,
2: and I first started dating when I was like, I don't know, like 17, I guess. I mean, I had like a boyfriend in middle school, Mm -hmm. but... It, it, it does, I don't know what it, it, yeah middle school doesn't count. Yeah, like no it doesn't. Well unless y'all
0: were fucking. No, we weren't fucking No okay. <laughs> 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 we're fucking at yeah. middle school, that counts. <laughs> I agree with you all. Yeah. Like grade school might count at that point.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I guess 17, 18 is when I really started dating.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your favorite ways to meet a mate?
2: Um oh, that's like so hard to say. Because Uh I don't really meet anybody. (laughs) Uh I mean, honestly, like, I have... I haven't really, like, met anybody new in a while. Um, Other than... Well, my boyfriend and I go to swingers clubs sometimes. Uh Um, But other than that, I pretty much just have him and, like, one other long-term partner. Uh And that's kind of my vibe.
1: (laughs) Do you use dating apps?
2: Occasionally. Uh Like, I'll get on Tinder once every, like six months to a year for like two days and then be like this, this is horrible and i uh-huh. hate it and i want to uh-huh.
1: throw my phone in a fire <laughs> yeah that's uh that's most guests on here that hate dating <laughs> apps we all hate data yeah, gaps. Yeah. Really like dating
0: apps yeah it's amazing because everybody's on them yes. <laughs> and nobody has, I, I know like two people that have been like oh it works <laughs> and like i Fuck you. Like, i sorry. <laughs> I mean, I've had
2: some good experiences from dating apps. I've had, like, some fun, like, things, but... That's what
0: it's for. Like, like, mm-hmm. no, people don't go on there. The people that go on there, find somebody, and they get married, find each other, like, within a week. Then yeah. Everybody else that goes on there is just like, I have no clue what's going on. Like... <laughs> well,
2: I think the question that bothers me the most on dating apps, besides, like, the, like, like, what are you into, is, like, what are you looking for? Because I one of the things i really like about polyamory and i'm trying not to like you know preach about polyamory it's not for everyone but one thing i really like about it is that it doesn't force any relationship into any kind of like preconceived idea of what that relationship is supposed to be like i'm not trying to meet someone to marry i'm not trying to meet someone to date in any specific way it allows whatever dynamic evolves from our connection to just be whatever it is
1: flow.
2: yeah and yeah. whenever somebody is like what are you looking for it depends I'm like, on the person i'm <laughs> like i don't know dude i don't know you yet yeah. uh, like i don't know if we're it's like some people the,
1: are good to date some people are good to just fuck it depends thing. on the person yeah i feel like
0: as a woman you can get away with saying that as a guy <laughs> you cannot like girls are like know. what are you looking for and i'm like i don't know like let's see where they're like oh you just want to fuck me i'm like well if you say it like that then probably. Like
2: I, I don't know. I would say I would give if you're a person who dates women, I would give them more credit for being potentially open to more things because I think when you don't communicate up front that what you what you want is not necessarily like the, you know, like the traditional American family or whatever, yeah. like you're not necessarily trying to like have 2.5 kids in the house and whatever, you're kind of open to whatever it comes. I I think that, you know, it, like, raises the assumption on anybody else's part, too. Like, for example, when I am on dating apps, which is rare, I'm way more likely to swipe right on someone who has, like, you know, ethical monogamy or something in their profile, whether it's a man or a woman or a non-binary person or whatever, than somebody who is just, like, uh, looking for some adventures or somebody to, uh, go rock climbing with or whatever they all say.
0: I'm with you. <laughs> no, I mean, that's the problem with it. It's just, like, it's, it's way too fake. Like, you really have to get out there in the right way, and it's, like...
2: Mm-hmm. Well, know, people can, are fake everywhere. People are fake in person, too. Well, I mean, like,
0: I'm, I try not to be. I try to be just who I am, because, like, if yeah. you don't like it, you can go fuck yourself. Like... That's <laughs> true. That's so what it comes down to on it. When it comes to, you know, like, these dating apps, I just tired of them at this point, like, mm-hmm. i realized, like, it's just easier to meet somebody in real life, just don't be a pussy, that's what it comes down to, just, and it's simple, you just gotta ask people questions about themselves, like, everybody wants, like, I, I, like, just. Oh, sorry about that, I, I, got to rambling, and, uh, <laughs> I, I, lost where I was going, and I was just like, I, am not gonna leave this in, so, <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember where we were or what we're doing, but I want to ask another question? <laughs> Sorry uh, about that. <laughs> so,
1: how many first dates would you say you've gone on in your life?
2: Oh man, that's a tough question. And you know what? I've listened to this show, and I knew these questions were coming, and I did not even, like, think about, whoa, maybe I should figure out
0: answers for some of <laughs> these. Uh, You're the my
2: one
0: that life... said, not set me I know, questions. I know,
2: because I didn't want to, like, you know, be tempted to, like, rehearse shit to say <laughs> and sound weird. Um, how many first dates have I been on in my life? ballpark. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like
0: over you know, 100? Uh,
2: less than 100. I don't date very much.
0: Like Over 20? Over 20. Over 50.
2: Between 20 and 50.
0: Okay, so that's a range.
2: Is that a good enough range? That's yeah. very that's like wide. Yeah, that's good. Range. Okay. Um, the How many is... second
1: dates have you gone
2: on? <laughs> <laughs> um less probably I was about to say less than 10. That might that might be a little bit of an underestimate because I've been alive for several years.
0: <laughs> the other question is how, how many, many of relationships those did you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> how many
2: relationships like 3? Okay. Like uh 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 4, including my current relationship, I guess 4.
1: And how did you meet those that you, that turned into relationships?
2: all through friends or in person or uh my current one you know uh at his show like mm-hmm. i said um a previous one i think we met on i think we actually like first started talking like on facebook but we had a lot of mutual friends yeah and then before that it was you know mutual friends. Somebody I went to high school with, actually.
1: So you've had the most success in person. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Three or four in person. (laughs)
0: Literally everybody. Yeah, for (laughs) sure.
1: I
2: did, well, I did date, I didn't count this person in the the four, but I did date somebody for, like, four months who I met on a dating app. But that's, like, the, it, it was a weird kind of thing. It, like, didn't.
0: I don't know, like, I've had a couple, like, I've met some cool girls off dating apps. I've just, like, and I've had a few, like, relationships I guess but the amount that you have is so like that funnel goes down immensely because you're just like I don't know anything about you let the first thing that we're going to do in person is go on a date <laughs> that's weird <laughs> like <laughs> yeah.
2: it's a weird thing well Isn't I don't know when I do like use dating apps I don't go on like a date date as my first meeting with somebody I do like a like a, like a crazy like screening basically like i try to meet somebody at like a coffee shop or
1: yeah yeah that's what i suggest doing like a date zero like a coffee shop or a facetime date something
2: yeah Mm -hmm. something where it's like very easy to leave if i can't leave within 10 minutes if i'm uncomfortable i don't want to be stuck there you know like i will not go to dinner on like a first meeting with somebody yeah if i've never met them in person no i'm not being stuck at a table for the next hour with you like no I I will probably know pretty immediately if I want to actually have a conversation with you and I don't want to be stuck somewhere.
0: I've seen a really bad one of those. (sighs) Yeah, where I ended up fighting the guy. Oh my
2: god! <laughs> How did that happen? You were what? you were not on the date. You were No,
0: you was, So like I was like sitting at a bar, and this guy was on a date, and he was bombing the whole time. I've told this on the podcast. I'm, I'm not. You don't know this
1: story? I think I yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So this guy was bomb like bombing on this date, the likes of which you've never seen. Like every cliche wrong answer he said. There was a point where he was like, "So just moved out of my mom and dad's house." And just like. <laughs> Fuck you, mom and dad. <laughs> How old but is like, this guy? Thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that because he kept on going, I just like graduated college super late and so I'm so far behind all of my peers. I'm like, what? Is like what did, who are you that you why are you saying all of this to this woman? And by the time the date was over, like, I was, I was talking to the guy to my right. I was like, are you fucking seeing this? And he's like, yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't hear this. I said, yo, I'm like, fucking it. this." It's this older dude. He's like, I'm going to say something. I was like, "God, yeah, I got your back on this. <laughs> the guy, I turn around and he's going, well, you know, if you just, like, believe in equal rights, right, then fucking pay for the meal.
3: Just pay uh. for the meal.
0: Nobody cares about you. Nobody, you're a piece of shit. And the guy next to this old dude, that's like fucking Jack, by the way, gets up he's like, hey, fucking knock it off, son. The guy just listening, you don't know me. And I turn to him, I go, son, I've been lit, sitting here for the past hour. I heard everything that you have to say. I know exactly who you are, and you are a piece of shit. <laughs> and, he, and he looks at me, and he just goes back to the old dude. And he goes up to the old dude, and he pushes him, and there's like a chair behind him, he trips and falls over it, and that dude jumps on top of him, and I like, oh, you're not gonna fuck up this guy, like, I said I had his back, I got his back, so I grab him off of him, I start choking him, and I pick him up, and I slam him to the ground, and I see this dude reaching out for a chair to try to swap me, I move his arm away, he's getting choked, fucking ten dudes come up and just pile on top of us. <laughs> I fucking no, the story isn't over yet. <laughs> so I, I get out, I fucking like get off the pile. There's everybody's pinning that dude down, and I'm fucking walking away, smoking a cigarette. The owner of the bar comes over. She, so you're all fucking kicked out of here. Now I looked, that girl had disappeared. Like, (laughs) she's not there anymore. I said, thank God. The last thing I wanted to do is know that that woman was sleeping with that man. (laughs) Like, I can't can't live in a world where that works. Like, I just can't. (laughs) So, I, um, I get up. And the guy, the the owner of the bar is now freaking out at us, just being like, You guys are all kicked out. The old guy is yelling at him, I come here every fucking day. I've put your children through college with the amount I've spent here. Great line. Always a good line if you can say that. And like, the guy, the owner looks over, he sees that guy had left, he goes, No, no, you guys are fucking cool. Like, that guy was a douche. (laughs) Next round's on me. So yeah, I just fucking drank some free beer. It was fucking awesome after that, I got to fight it, dude. Oh, so that's amazing. That's a win. Uh, but that's enough about me. We're going <laughs> to talk about you. That's why we're here. <laughs> what is
1: your must-have checklist for a partner? Must-have checklist?
2: Well, it depends on what kind of partner you're talking about. Are you talking uh, about someone to date Somebody Someone to fuck? date seriously. seriously. Must-have checklist. Um, honesty is probably the most important thing to me, especially with how transparent i am about my life and situation yeah. i expect somebody to be just as honest with me as i'm being with them yeah um they have to be like woke <laughs> which is a word i hate using because it's gotten so like like watered down and weird but yeah. you know i it has to be somebody who's like socially conscious mm-hmm. It can't i can't date somebody who's like who doesn't know what what like BLM means who doesn't know what pansexual is. Yeah. I mean, it's okay they don't know. That would, yeah. I'd tell them, but if they're like, if they're like, "It's weird," then no, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. gonna date them.
0: Somebody yeah. who thinks that A C A B stands for all cocks are big. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: all cats are beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, like I, you know, I've I've like talked to especially men who find out that I'm not straight and are like super turned on by the idea of like me being with another woman, mm-hmm. but. Will get like super weird about me being with another dude, and that's just honestly homophobia because that means you don't take sex between two women seriously, mm-hmm. and you only experience jealousy in a certain way. Like that's that's homophobic to me. So mm-hmm. I'm like I, I I'm picky about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we could probably, maybe we could maybe we could fuck. Yeah, that's <laughs> all yeah. you can do it. Just own. You just you know fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: I well, I would prefer to fuck before I like know that about them, and yeah. then. Mm-hmm. If they, if I learn, so there are some people who I'm like, I don't want to really know too much about you because I have a feeling I'm not going to like it,
1: but like, like, let's fuck. Uh. <laughs> and then you find that out and you're like, oh, that was a side man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that happened, that happened with
2: a guy like a couple of years ago. <laughs> so wait, you
0: guys have never just fucked somebody that you
1: hate? Uh, I mean, well, if I know that going in, then I'm like disgusted and I don't want to have sex. No, that's sometimes. why you
0: like, oh, you guys haven't done it right.
1: I mean, no. like, I have fucked people I don't.
2: Know
0: well or like no, you've never care about somebody you'd despise?
2: Uh, not that I can think of. Oh
0: my god, it's great! And like, not—I mean,
2: like, I hate like hate in hindsight, sure, but not like in the moment.
0: Oh no, you guys should try it. <laughs> like I'm telling you, it's I don't something think I else. could do it. Like, you never just hate fuck somebody. No. What? <laughs> I feel like you really? <laughs> no,
2: no, because like I can't. I don't know. I wouldn't get turned on. You yeah. know what? I I probably could get, could get turned on by like like doming somebody I hate. Yeah. if I wasn't I wouldn't actually fuck them though I would like humiliate men. them yeah oh. and even if they were getting off on it I think I could maybe have fun with that but that would have to be like a very specific set of circumstances
0: It's so fascinating yeah I don't know i just felt like
1: everybody's <laughs> that, like, <it's> no. <laughs> well it, i think that's not for everyone. it's like if you hate that you don't want to touch it. you don't want anything to well that's with kind
0: it. of like you know the brain's wired weird you think well, I so think, much you just
2: boop, i think that part of that is like a like a man woman thing because and this is something i'm trying to get over in my own like internalized misogyny shit like i think men are taught that like fucking someone is like conquering them in a way and women are taught that like fucking someone is like submitting to them giving them something being like generous to them and like i'm trying to mentally get past that myself because i do think it makes me hesitate to like have as much fun as i could be having um but like i think that probably is what you're experiencing when you're hate fucking somebody is you're you you are like getting something up on them or something yeah you think
0: i mean like i don't think it's that i I don't know if i'm
2: getting too deep with it
0: No, i I think that like it can be part of it yeah i mean i've always seen like sex as two people like exchanging power in some
2: way oh yeah i I agree i think that's what it should be yeah
0: like but like i mean it can't like just because i'm i'm a dom like i'm a dominant person in the bedroom it is Mm -hmm. like it's a power thing for me but like i is it because i'm a man like Probably. I'm very, I'm very much, like, I don't know why so many people like me, because I'm, like, the definition of what most of these people hate. Like, <laughs> 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 like, but I'm a likable guy. Look at me. I'm like yeah. a big teddy bear. <laughs> I
2: met you once and invited you to my house to record a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's like, I trust this guy. I don't yeah. know. why. Like, <laughs> uh, we have enough
2: mutual friends that I'm like, uh, if he murders me... Somebody's gonna find out. Yeah, I
0: have, I've always said, someone murders somebody. No, I'm not. A dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> murder a stranger. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's the old Johnny Gash? I would have shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. And you know, then you listen to uh, Bob Marley. He, he shot the sheriff. He didn't shoot the deputy. Ah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so the a-
2: lesson there is, if you want to shoot somebody, you should go to Reno.
0: Yeah, that's really it. That's what you do. It's <laughs> bam! And then you're like, there's all that's in there is brothels and shoot people. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's right next to Vegas. I haven't right. been to Reno in a long time, but I think you're probably right.
1: <laughs> so do you have any worst date stories?
2: Oh, yes. Um, yes, many. Um, Okay. One, the first one that comes to mind was one of those kind of screener dates mm-hmm. where we just met at a coffee shop we had chatted online a little bit. Mm-hmm. He seemed cool. Um, we met for coffee. I got there first and I got, uh, I think I, I got myself a coffee. I sat down and then he got there and, um, he came in, he said hello to me. And then he went and got in line and got his coffee. And as he, like, as I was sitting there waiting for him to get his coffee, I noticed like a very nasty smell and i was like oh did they like just take the trash out did like something open up in the in like the sewer line like did some something weird we might have to move the state to a, a different location then he got his coffee and came back to my table and it was him that's
0: disgusting he
2: smelled so horrible so horrible
0: Did you bring it up? I didn't <laughs> um So you just sat through that?
2: No, i didn't i think i stayed for about 5 minutes I would have been like, um but it got worse. Not well, worse is relative, but we started talking a little bit because I was like, you know, let me just get to know this guy. Maybe he just came from work, maybe he has a smelly job, maybe if he's really cool, we can I can talk about it with him and what?
0: Did he work at the perfume counter at the mall?
2: I have no idea where he worked. Oh, we didn't that would get that far.
0: Oh that's really funny. It was so terrible. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I didn't want to like judge him based on like one physical thing. You yeah. know, I was just like, you know, maybe there's like Today is a special set of circumstances that is beyond his control, and he still made it here. Whatever. Let me just get to know this guy a little bit and see what his deal is. And we started talking. Um, he's a black man, and he started going on about how much he loves white women, and how much he like doesn't relate to other black people and does not ever date black women because they don't understand him. And I'm like, what do you, what do you mean, black women don't understand you? What is it about you that and he's like, well, you know, I just, like, listen to, like, Audio Slave and I love Game of Thrones. And I'm like, I know so many black women who listen to rock music and love Game of Thrones and, oh. like, do nerdy shit. So I'm just like, okay, so, you know, we're not going to do this. This is – so I just kind of said, like, all right, well, I got to run, and I, lo- I just left. But I'm just like <laughs> – I afterwards, I considered telling him, like, you smell like shit, dude. And I think if he hadn't had, like, the weird race stuff – I probably would have just been like, "Hey, heads up, man! Just take a shower next time. You'll have better luck."
0: Okay, I thought you were gonna say I probably would have fucked up. No,
1: no, no. Wait, you would have said that and then gone on another date with him. I wouldn't have gone out with him again. Uh huh. But I would have just let him know. Yeah,
2: I would have just been like, "Hey, man, you know this was cool, but you gotta gotta improve your hygiene. Mm -hmm. Um, Best of luck." Mm -hmm. But after like the whole weird race thing, I was just like, "Man, if you are like." if you are, like, refusing to date anyone based on their race because of this preconceived set of ideas, I'm, like, just not, we're not going to get along. (laughs) Like, we're not going to be able to...
1: He's a lost cause.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I was like, no, it's not even worth my time to, like have this conversation with him, so. I'm with
0: you. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I thought, uh, when you said the smell there, I like, really, like, self-conscious, because I ran out of deodorant, <laughs> and, like, I smelled this, I was like, all I have is hunting deodorant.
2: What's hunting deodorant? So
0: it's a non-scent deodorant.
2: Oh, so you don't, like, scare away the animals?
0: Yeah, so you don't come off like, anything. <laughs>
2: is it a good time to mention that I'm vegan? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God, another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: you'd, you'd love Tim my boyfriend
1: is vegan oh. that's one of my jokes in a comedy I'm like my boyfriend is vegan so I should be allowed to cheat on him right gotta get extra meat somewhere
0: <laughs> just get that broken. that's good
1: I like that
2: no I'm joking I'm not judging you for being a hunter it's
0: no, fine, fine. <laughs> as I said if you, don't, if you don't like it that's who I am I don't know what to tell you
2: <laughs> no I also have not smelled you since you walked in so I think you're good
0: that's good well I did see some dinner in the car I was like oh thank god there's something <laughs> I sprayed some axe. I was like what am I 12? And I threw it back in the car. I was like, that's why it's there. It's so literally for that exact moment. I go, oh, whatever. It's Axe deodorant. Like. God, I don't know if you can remember when you were in middle school, all the boys smelled like Axe. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Because we did not shower. Mm-hmm. We just <laughs> after gym.
2: <clears throat> yeah, how old are you? Are we like, the same age? Yeah, I'm 30. Okay, so your, you, your middle school experience was a little bit later than mine. Mine was all... The dudes with like the spiky bleached hair and the puka shell necklaces and the skateboards that was still a and thing. that was still a thing. Like, well, I mean, where'd you grow up? Uh, that at that time I was in Northern California.
0: Yeah, well, that's obviously just Northern California. That's true. Like, that's that's a <laughs> like, gosh. I was in Park City, Utah, and we saw people like that. Mm-hmm. But like, also Park City, Utah, believe it or not, had a lot of those people because Sundance Film Festival.
3: True. All those rich
0: people would come out. And they'd be like, "Oh, this is really nice," and then mm-hmm. they'd buy a bunch of houses. And then like when we moved there, like the house we got was like. $200,000 and then when we moved out it was like $800 because mm-hmm. <laughs> rich people kept talking the being, it's a really nice quaint mountain town thanks
2: Sundance
0: <laughs> yeah Sundance made fucking Utah amazing oh the Olympics also <laughs> like the, I got a month off I'm sorry guys This is just like me talking on this <laughs> podcast I haven't talked to you guys in a while uh not you guys, the audience. <laughs> yeah, we got uh we, we had a month off school for the Olympics to come through. The Olympics are two weeks long and we got a month. <laughs> Oh, man. They also gave us all tickets to events. I highly recommend it, guys. If you can be in middle school during the Olympics in your backyard, I- I'd recommend it. No, oh, well, <laughs> I'll try to do that
1: next time I'm in middle school.
0: Yeah, <laughs> any middle school.
1: So you said you had several stories. Do you want to tell another worst date story? Oh, man. I mean, most of them
2: are not, like, that funny or interesting. Most of them are just, like, the, the person was
1: really weird and shitty. Have you ever been someone's worst date? Oh, that's a good question too I may add them in several people's worst day because if I'm on a date and I know I don't want to see them again I just start playing the what can you get away with game <laughs>
0: <laughs> like that's a it, bunch of weird shit that's great <laughs> okay, now I've, you've never told me this <laughs> I need to hear some examples of the what can you get away with game
1: <laughs> I'll, like I'll just be like so why don't people name children Adolf anymore <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs>
3: Oh I gosh. did,
2: okay, one time I have done the fake phone call to get out of dinner thing. I might have been his worst date, but he was also one of mine, so that's
0: fine. <laughs> yeah. How was it mutual? <laughs>
2: um, I mean, yeah, he was, he's like, uh, this. that that was when I broke my rule and went to dinner with somebody for the first time. Gotcha. First time meeting them, because I was just like, yeah, you know, he really, 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 really wanted to go out with me um he was a little bit older and he kept talking about how he has so much money and he's a doctor he's really trying to impress me Oh no! which money has never ever impressed me That
0: should never impress anybody no <laughs> it and it's very easy to obtain
2: like if you have impactful. if you want to spend money on me subscribe to my only and tip me yeah. like that's the exchange we're gonna have that's not how i'm gonna like date somebody ever no. and that's fine if that's your thing it's just not my thing um but like he just was going on and on about how much how successful he was and how he invented some kind of medical device or some shit i don't know and um he kept asking me questions about myself but then (coughs) as soon as i got like two words into my answer he would interrupt me to tell me i was beautiful and or he would he would be like oh you have such a nice smile like he would be like i can't even concentrate on what you're saying because you're so beautiful and i'm like why the fuck are we even having a conversation dude like what is this it was just so rude and disrespectful no that
0: is i don't know dudes are weird man yeah (laughs) and
2: he started talking about like um you know he asked me about like my values and i started talking about like well you know i really i can't be with somebody who's like homophobic or racist or any of those things and he was like oh oh i have a i have a A son who's transgender, he wants to be called like Lisa or something, so he's like misgendering his trans daughter. And I'm like, dude, that's not like how you do this.
0: Sorry. (laughs) Hey, at least he's trying. (laughs) I
2: don't think he was trying. I think think he was was just just...
0: saying something to try to get. Yeah,
2: and he was trying to like use this as a way to like look good to me, but he wasn't even really like listening to. Well,.
0: At least he's trying.
2: (laughs) But it was really the interrupting thing. Like, I hate it when somebody, like, asks me a question and then interrupts me before I, like, even get my answer out. Um, So, yeah, for that one, I actually left before the food came. Oh, wow. We had ordered food, and I uh, went to the bathroom and got my friend to call me with an emergency and left. In hindsight, I wish I had had the balls to just tell him, this date is over, I'm not interested, and just left and been honest with him. That's probably what I would do now. This was several years ago, but yeah, I don't regret leaving. I just re- I do kind of regret being dishonest about it. I'm with you.
1: Yeah, like I feel like these days if you have to go through the dating process again, I feel like I would be like, if we're just not clicking, I'd be like, hey, uh, this I don't think this is going anywhere. Do you want to just call it? Like, yeah, yeah that's before, what I do now.
0: Yeah, I think it goes back to like people coming out with expectations for dates, and I think that's a problem. That, like, when you come out with expectations, you're going to try to make it fit into that box. A lot of people also will try to make it fit into the box if it's not supposed to fit in it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're a really cool person, and I'm a really cool person. We might be able to have sex occasionally, or we might be good friends. But you know what wouldn't be good is us being in a relationship. Like, that that shouldn't be good. Mm -hmm. But, like, we can at least have something off of this, you know? Like, why, why does... Uh, it's uh what is it Guillermo Casanova the guy that wrote you know the, where the term Casanova comes from he had this rule and I love it where whenever he entered a woman's life he would try to leave it better than when he entered it
3: mm-hmm.
0: and that's something I've always tried to live by you know that's why me and Aria do this podcast because you know I need to better her life somehow <laughs> 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 mm-hmm.
2: oh I thought of one more thing that he did that was awful so I'm vegan he's gluten-free And so, I picked a restaurant specifically that I knew was both gluten-free and vegan, so that we would both have a very easy time ordering off the menu. And every time the server came over, he would point to like five things on the menu, and he'd be like, is this gluten-free? Is this gluten-free? It's like, dude, you have been told so many times that this is a gluten-free restaurant. Mm -hmm. Chill the fuck out.
0: (laughs) Also, just like, pick something and then ask that. And then, like, one. Why are you asking if You're not going to order half the dang menu. Mm-hmm. Like, why? It's just you're just curious for the future. Like,
2: <laughs> well, that comes with the whole like just not listening thing. I, yeah. I that's another. I'll add that to the list of values somebody has to have. They have yeah. to be a good listener. Yeah, makes sense.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm with you on the yeah. yeah, also responsive.
2: I don't really need them to be. You mean like like text back quickly or no, at
0: some point. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's a not go I mean, <laughs> yeah, we do have to like have <laughs> basic communication. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes that's not the case. <laughs> I don't. I
2: don't need a quick text back though. No, it's
0: not needed. Like, listen, it's not matching the energy. You know what I'm saying? Some people are about like quick text Some mm-hmm. people aren't. It's just, like, weird to be one where it's, like, if you if somebody takes, like, two hours and then you immediately text back, it's <laughs> like, don't do that.
2: I mean, that's kind of how me and my boyfriend are, because he's just, like, super busy and he, yeah. like, never looks at his phone. Um, but I, when we it's funny, like, when we first started dating, I remember being, like, I don't know if he's, like, really into me. He, like, doesn't text me back until, like, the next day. Um, but I really like him, he's really cool, and, and I'm not, like, a big texter, so it's not that big of a deal, but I just wanted to, I was like, should I read into this or whatever? One night we went out. Um, he, we, we got like, I got the Uber, no, he got the Uber out and then I got the Uber back to his place. So he got, he, at the very beginning of the night, at the very beginning of our date, he got an Uber on his phone. Yeah. And then throughout the night, we went out bar hopping. I think we went to a strip club. We went a bunch of places. We were out for like, probably like seven or eight hours. And then we got back to his place and. The next morning I saw him get on his phone and open it up and the Uber app was like still up on his phone So he had literally not looked at his phone the entire like seven or eight hours that we were out oh, yeah. even like when I went to the restroom and stuff he like yeah. still kept his phone in his pocket So that was when I knew like oh no I shouldn't be reading into this he's no. just yeah. he's just an in the moment kind of person that's one of the things I love about him It's that's great awesome. yeah it's
1: great Do you have any best date or most interesting date stories?
2: Ooh, that's a good question. <clears throat> like, first dates? Or, like...
0: First dates in general, like...
1: But preferably first
0: dates. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um...
0: This is what we're talking about. Podcast
1: silence. Yeah, <laughs> there's no yeah. one that stands out, I'm guessing?
2: I mean, I can think of really good dates, but, like, none of them are first dates. Yeah. <laughs> it
0: doesn't have to be a first date, though.
2: I mean, so... One of my one of the best dates I've ever had was when my partner and I went to the swingers club for the very first time. Mm-hmm. And that was fucking amazing. Okay. <laughs> Go on. Um, so it was our it was kind of our first night out but when after we decided not to be monogamous anymore. Yeah. And so when we first opened up our relationship, it was more it, we wouldn't we didn't really decide to be fully polyamorous right away. We kind of were like, let's, you know, let's open it up to, like, physical encounters and sort of see where that goes. And yeah. maybe, like, as a first time out, we should try going to this club together and kind of see how comfortable we are and see how it feels. Yeah. And uh, see if anybody gets jealous and, you know, whatever whatever happens, happens. <clears throat> so we went out to this club in Miami and uh, we got there's like basically three different rooms in this club there's like this big dance floor with a dj and then there's a second room that's also a dance floor with a dj but they have like beds along the walls yeah but it's more like public it's more like (laughs) like you can you can fuck anywhere in there but people really keep their clothes on mostly in those two rooms and then there's a third area that's like the sex area like the play area that is you can't wear clothes in there. You have to go. You have to take off your clothes, put them in a locker, and put on like a towel, and I, then you can go into that area. I've always
0: wanted to do that.
2: Oh, they're so fun! But
0: I have nobody to do it with. They're so fun. <laughs> like that's the problem because I can't go with a bro and be like, yeah, let's do like. Oh, you, you can. I feel like, well, yeah, I also have to pay. Like, but that's all. It's what more saying. expensive, yeah. It's more expensive, mm-hmm. but also it's like if you have a woman that you go there with, mm-hmm. it's something else entirely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. then there's like it's about two people. Like exploring this together, mm-hmm. you know I guess like if I was gay, I could go with a guy it'd be a little different.
2: well, I mean, if you're gay, there's so many more options for like swingers oh, 100%. places like uh all my gay friends are so like so, they have such good stories. I wish, I wish I was a gay man sometimes because, huh. goddamn. <laughs> I
0: mean, I, I I feel like I would clean up in the gay community. Like, honestly, yeah. I, I know what I I am. Both a daddy and a bear. I'm a daddy bear. <laughs> Coveted. <laughs>
2: so we got into the club. We kind of hung out in the first room for a little while. We kind of basically just got some drinks, sat down. We're kind of people watching, scoping it out, seeing what was cool. Um, then. We were walking around, and they have this spot where there's, like, a like a two-way mirror into a bedroom, so you can watch people in their fucking, but they just see a mirror looking out. And there were two couples in their fucking, and they were all switching back and forth, and they were, like, "Oh, they were all so hot. They were, like, porn stars, and they were all, all like, having, like, porn sex. And, um, Kevin—it's okay if I say his name. Um, he—um, he started doing, like, sports commentary on their fucking, Yeah. and it was really funny. We were in, like, a whole crowd— And somebody actually from the club came up and stopped him and we were like, Hey, that's a little, a little bit disrespectful. And he's like, Oh shit. I'm so sorry. It's my first time here. (laughs) Um, it was was cool though. It was chill. But like in that crowd of people were like a a big group of women, like seven or eight women. And we realized they were a bachelorette party and, um, it was their first time there too. And so we all were like, yeah, it's all of our first times. Why don't we go check out the sex room? (laughs) And so we did, we all went together. We got naked, put on our towels, Went into this room, and, like, we all... We didn't, like, all start fucking, but, like...
0: Just fuck the Bachelorette? I did. Nice! <laughs> <laughs> did, wait, did, you, did Kevin?
2: No, he Damn it! He didn't, but I think he was... I mean, <laughs> I would have been fine with it, but I think he was just not trying to push boundaries too, too fast, you know? And I also wasn't sure what their boundaries were. They seemed a lot more interested in, like, doing stuff with me than, like, I think...
0: Did he get with any of them?
2: No, he, I think he fingered a few of them. Um, on? I went down on probably, like, three or four of them, and, like, um, probably fingered all of them.
0: Can I ask you something that's kind of dumb? <laughs> sure. How do you know when, like, two girls are finished? When they come. Well, yeah, but you can come multiple times.
2: Well, yeah, you can, but, like, I don't know, you get tired after a while.
0: Uh, so it just ends? <laughs>
2: well, yeah, if you're fucking a woman, how do you know when she's done?
0: What? Well, normally she says, hey, can we stop? And I say, well, I haven't came yet. And she goes, well, I mean, like, it hurts now. And I go, well, can you just help jerk me off? So okay. that's how I know it's over. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, you've
1: never made a woman come. What? <laughs> uh,
0: after three hours, god damn. <laughs>
2: Um, but yeah, that was
0: really, really raw after a while. That's true. Like, (laughs) really, like after an hour, like, I don't care how good I am. Like, that hurts. I mean, if
2: you go that long, you should, you should just keep lube on hand.
0: Well, yeah, but they don't, (laughs) like, I mean, it's mostly one night stands. Like, (laughs) they don't really have that shit (laughs) prepared. But granted, I came so fast last night because I hadn't came in like 10 days and it. It got everywhere. Yeah, it's, it was like, I, I, it's always been an inordinate amount of cum, but like, oh my gosh. Like, when it's been like a while, then like a tenth day, I was like, I'm going to be home. I was like, like I kind of want to save it for somebody's space. But I, that didn't happen. I, I just was like, I'm going to finally be in a house to myself. I'm going to jerk off. And well,
2: <laughs> well, I'm only halfway through my story
0: sorry there's like
2: way more (laughs) wasn't sure if you were like trying
0: to transition
2: to the next thing no I
0: just kind of rambled
2: (laughs) um so yeah we were all in the room with all the bachelorettes they all had a really good time it was really fun um there was this one there, there was one woman who was kind of she wasn't the bachelorette she was kind of like the ringleader of the friend group though and she was kind of like at one point like Kevin was like fucking me and going down on me and she was like giving him instructions and like telling him how to like do a really good job (laughs) it was great it was so fun it It was really good (laughs) yeah it was so it was so much fun um so then they all kind of like left and we were like okay well it's still i have hair in my mouth um it's still like early-ish let's kind of see what else is going on so there's in like the sex area there's like an open area that has a couple of beds and couches and then there were all these rooms with sort of various levels of privacy and different numbers of beds Um, So some rooms are just, like, one bed and a door you can close. Some rooms have, like, a window. Some rooms have, like, multiple beds. You know, you can kind of choose, like, what you want. And the general vibe is, like, if you go into one of those private rooms and you leave the door open, somebody might come in. And if you're cool with that, that's cool. If you want privacy, you close the door. So we basically went into one of the little private rooms and sort of just, like, posted up to just chill out for a minute and left the door open. And um, this couple came in and just like landed on the bed next to us like fucking and wow. <laughs> or maybe maybe she was maybe he was going down on her something like that but they were like in it they were like already going mm-hmm. and um, we were just like oh okay cool and so i we kind of like waited a couple minutes to see if they were going to talk to us or anything and they nope. they didn't and so I kind of just went up to her and I was just kind of like, hey, can I, can I touch you? And she kind of like grabbed me and pulled me in and started making out with me. And, and he's, and Kevin was just then like, all right, like, I guess we're doing this. So we all kind of, um, just piled on each other. Um, I don't know if she spoke English.
0: Um, that's so hot. Yeah, like <laughs> fucking somebody that you can't speak. Oh my god, you're so
2: lucky. Like I, I kind of heard her speak a little bit. I think she was like, like some kind of like Eastern European, maybe. Oh, that's so
0: hot. <laughs> oh
3: my god. She's Eastern like, European.
0: like a
2: pale blonde woman, kind of curvy. Actually, very kind of similar to me.
0: I was about to say. It yeah. sounded Like you were describing. Yourself. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> and her boyfriend was uh, a black man who I thought was maybe Haitian or you know maybe French or something. But, like, again, like, I wasn't sure if either of them really spoke English, like, um, but they were both, like, really into us, so, um, and they were both, like, so aggressively horny towards us that I wasn't, like, worried about consent or anything.
0: You were just like, okay, we're down with this. Yeah. Uh, We're here. Uh, I feel like that's what that's about. As I said, you can't just go as a man by yourself to that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But, like, it was, it was, the sex with them was not good. It was fun. It was a great experience. I'm glad we did it. But, like, the actual physical sensation of the sex was pretty bad. Why? Um, She was very, very, very aggressive with her teeth and her fingernails in, like, unpleasant ways. And I'm down for, like, rough sex. I'm super into it. I don't like being bitten to where I bleed, especially on my labia. Uh. Um, And that's as far as I'll go to describe that <laughs> I,
0: mean, you can go more,
2: right? I don't really feel like it it's Damn that's it. as much as TV i want to b-
0: gross some people out <laughs> no and it's, did, did they do the same to Ke- did kevin join in yeah
2: he, he said that she was pretty aggressive like sucking his dick and like um biting the balls There's and one such one thing i
0: can't deal with and that's yeah like, biting my nipples I,
2: I <laughs> <laughs> but we got to see you know he got to watch me fuck the dude i got to watch her i got to watch him fuck the girl so that was like our first time like actually like witnessing each other have, you know, heterosexual sex did, with somebody else. And it was fucking amazing.
0: Did the guy have a bigger dick than Kevin?
2: I'm not going to tell you anything about Kevin's dick. I do
0: not is... <laughs> about Kevin's dick. I was asking how big dick. That is,
2: that is, that is one... I didn't say one, anything about Kevin's dick. <laughs> I, that is one bit of privacy that I will let him tell you if he ever comes on this podcast. Okay,
3: don't have
0: <laughs> podcast.
2: But he had, he had a perfectly lovely dick. I will say that. Okay. god. <laughs> um... And yeah, like it was fun. We, we all got to fuck. And like that, that after that night, we, we both had like such a positive experience. Like we, neither of us had any moments of like of like anxiety or discomfort or anything awesome. other than like the physical discomfort of the sex. But like just the next day, it felt like it felt like our relationship had like just ascended to a new level. And like we just found this like new kind of intimacy with each other. And it was like spectacular. That's
0: amazing. Yeah. That's great. It was really to you cool. guys, like, yeah. seriously, because I've seen it where it uh, didn't work out that way, well, yeah. And then it became very weird. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, think I told that story about the the uh, the lesbian that I was going out with.
1: Did you get to watch her with her wife? No, I was gonna
0: be. I was gonna get with her and her wife, and then her wife had an experience with a man for the first time outside of the relationship. I don't think she was about it, mm. so I think that. So they both ghosted, because I know the girl I was talking to was very into me. So it was interesting, to say the least, but hmm. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So I hope that's what happened. they <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it seemed to be exactly it, but I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is.
1: So what's your favorite opening line that you've gotten on a dating app, either that someone has used on you or that you've used?
2: Oh, I don't know if I've ever gotten a good one, like, no. ever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Do you like when people open with something that they saw in your profile? Um, yes. Because um, a lot of people just say, "Hey, how are you?" I We're don't like that. To tell people to not do sure, that.
2: Literally, because I'm you know a performer, I have like a social media following. I get so many messages every day from Facebook and Instagram of dudes mm-hmm. just saying like, "Hey," that I literally won't even respond to it if it's yeah. just a "Hey." Yeah. If it's not like, "Hey." I have a specific thing that I want to say to you. Mm-hmm. I'm literally not even going to respond. Yeah,
1: like a best or worst conversation you've had
2: on a dating app. I like it when people um, are are like upfront about their boundaries and stuff. Because I put, <laughs> when I am on dating apps, I do put like polyamorous in a relationship mm-hmm. on my profile. Mm-hmm. And I like it when people are like, oh, hey, that's cool. Me too. Or I'm interested in that without, you know, wanting me to like educate them on what everything means. Yeah. Cause it's like, dude, you fucking Google it. Like, yeah. don't make me explain everything to you. Yeah. Like I, I'll talk about my boundaries and my relationship dynamics, yeah. but like, yeah. So I appreciate it when somebody is upfront about like, Hey, I saw that I'm cool with it mm-hmm. into it. Let's talk yeah. about our interests versus, yes. you know, what's that? What's that? <laughs> oh, so your boyfriend fucks other people. Oh, so your boyfriend doesn't care if you fuck other people. That's the worst when people yeah. just assume that I'm like cheating on him or yeah. something.
1: But how soon until you're comfortable being asked out or asking someone
2: out? How soon after what? Like meeting them? Uh, no, just
1: talking to them on a dating app. Or in person.
2: If we have chemistry, there's no time constraint on that.
1: So after exchanging a few messages, you're down to meet?
2: Yeah. Them. Yeah, if if their profile seems chill and and they've said something that acknowledges that they get what my deal is and they, you know haven't said anything gross (laughs) yeah
1: that's usually where uh, it falls apart yeah
2: yeah (laughs) usually people ask pretty dumb questions right away if they're going to so yeah
1: what's your favorite thing about dating or being single
2: uh my favorite thing about dating like like being in a relationship with someone Mm -hmm. or like dating in general
1: um dating in general
2: I don't
0: like dating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most people don't. Most people just want to get to the point where you're sitting on the couch on Netflix. Yeah. You know oh, yeah.
2: I mean, I do like going on good dates, but I don't like the, like, job interviews that, that dating as an activity is.
0: Yeah. The the start of the courtship process. I don't like that shit, yeah. That shit sucks. Yeah. It's always better to date people you know. It's mm-hmm. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. It's because you know the person. You're not going to fucking be like, oh, who are you? You're going out. Like, you're just like, okay, let's make this, see how it goes with this.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
0: That's That's all it should be. Like, people are just dumb about it. I'm sorry. Like,
2: (laughs) and my favorite thing about being single is, like, I would not say this applies to my current relationship, but uh, just not having to, like, check in with somebody all the time. Yeah. Just not having to, like, you know, tell someone, oh, this is what my plan is tonight, in case you, you know, had a plan for me or something. Uh, that doesn't apply to my current relationship though because we're both so independent.
1: Yeah. What are your biggest insecurities
2: about dating? I don't really have a lot of insecurities. You don't say <laughs> <see like>, what <laughs> they do. That's a good thing. Um, I think I, mm, not, none come to mind, honestly. <laughs> What's your body count? That's a hard question. I kind of, like, I think I stopped counting when I realized I didn't know what counted and what didn't. Because I think I stopped counting pretty much when I started fucking women.
0: Yeah. Well, let's say men.
2: I don't fucking know, dude, I stopped counting. not not counting the group sex encounters. Not counting group sex
3: encounters. Oh, that's the other thing,
0: yeah. Do you have a lot of group sex encounters? I have quite a few. It's fucking awesome. I'm so jealous. (gasps) I mean,
2: I would, if you're t- you're talking like penis in vagina yeah. sex, like, like somewhere between 20 and 30, I would guess.
0: Okay.
2: Okay. I might be, I don't know, though. That's like, I would literally have like not, because when I started fucking women, I was just like, oh wait, well, I, if, if I go down on a woman, I count that as having sex with her, but do I count that as sex with a guy? And if not, why not? Yeah. And then if, is this like a weird homophobic thing? Mm-hmm. Is this... Like, I think
0: you're so overthinking
2: thinking of. I know, and that's when I just <laughs> have to stop counting, because I was like, it doesn't fucking matter. Oh, uh,
0: you're right. <laughs> so do you think it's over or under 100?
2: Under 100. I'm
0: winning! It's <laughs> <laughs> still... So, there's one person that's beating me. <laughs> How soon do you sleep with them? Like, if you have a good first date, do you, would you sleep with them on the first date? Oh, yeah. Okay. But if it's a shitty first date?
1: If it's...
2: A, absolutely not. Really? It would <laughs> have to
0: be a really good first date. What if the guy was just super hot? I... Uh, like hot how? <laughs> she's tired cause if you're no. so hot she'd be like oh, okay yeah, but well, that's what
2: I'm saying like what if, uh, if someone if it's like a shitty personality makes someone not hot to me
0: like I is that
2: is not like a hot is a vibe hot is not yeah, a look yeah but bad. it could
0: still be a really shitty date I
2: would not fuck somebody after a really shitty date
0: I disagree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say I guess, I guess, yeah, that's your life, but I <laughs> <laughs> think that you guys should be open to hate fucking and no. fucking people that had to shit I think dates. that is a vibe, I would
1: agree with that. I uh, know, I think you're it probably It might be a girl great.
0: thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I've had girls hate fucking any of us, I mean, you guys have met me, like, <laughs> it's very binary. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. What's the
1: funniest or weirdest way you've slept with someone or gotten them to go out with you?
2: Um, I mean, with... I keep coming back to Kevin, because obviously he's, like, the main dude.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so when I first met him, I met him at his show.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And we talked a little bit, but not very much. But I kind of thought of him as more of a potential, like, like, professional connection because I book musicians for my shows sometimes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's really good. I should book him for my shows. I should talk to him. I should get his Instagram. And we kind of talked a little bit and we weren't even really flirting. I think there was like a flirty subtext, but we were really talking about shows Mm -hmm. whenever we were talking like in DMs. Um, And like, there was a couple of missed opportunities. Like he had a show up here in Les Palm and I missed it. And I went down there for a show and he missed it. Mm -hmm. And like, We just kept, you know, not crossing paths. And then um, he finally, like, drove up from Miami to my midnight show by himself and sat in the front row. And, like, bought a ticket and sat in the front row to come to my show. And then stayed in a hotel and hung out with me the next day. Oh, wow. And so that's how, like, the business connection turned into a, like, a romantic connection. Did you hook up with him that night? We, like... Fingered each other. Well, he fingered me and I, like... I was about to walk.
0: say! I, like... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't... I
2: didn't finger his bubble. <laughs> <Your> mouth. <laughs> um, but I was, like... I I was, like, really determined not to fuck him that day, even mm-hmm. though I was, like, really into him, just because yeah. I, like... I, I really liked him, and I... I didn't want to... I didn't want our relationship to be clouded too much by sex in the beginning, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, you do
0: not want to go too fast. So it's such a funny mentality, it's just like... I mean, it
2: was more for me than him.
0: It's obviously (laughs) for you that you're holding off on it. It's not like...
2: not not holding off on it because I, like, don't want to give it up, but because, like, I know once I get into, like, horny mode, my brain, like, shuts other things out. So I I was like, I don't want to... I want to make sure that I'm, like, evaluating this... Situation correctly and not just like dick blind.
0: Not with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Dick blind. Oh, that's a good name for a band. Like All female punk band. Dick blind. <laughs> Sorry.
1: What was your most awkward sexual encounter?
2: Um, mm. oh, man, it was one time, this actually happened twice in the same week with two different dudes <laughs> um that we fucked or we were in the middle of fucking and um, like the, the guy like got like a really severe cramp and like fell on the floor. <laughs> 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 it kind of like, it kinda happened in two different ways in two different encounters in the same, like within a couple of days of each other. One was like on the couch, on this couch right here. And um, he was like going down on me with, he was like on the floor and I was like up on the couch and he was going down on me. And he got, like, some kind of weird leg cramp and ended up just, like, in the fetal position on the floor, like, writhing in pain. (laughs) And then a couple of days later, uh, I was fucking my sex friend in my bedroom. And uh, we, he kind of, he had to stop. He wasn't feeling great. And he went to the bathroom, and I heard, like, a loud crash. And he had, like, fainted in my bathroom. (laughs)
0: Did you think for a second might be a
2: succubus I did <laughs> he still calls me a succubus Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, that's awesome he might have forgotten about that but he was calling me a succubus for a while after that I can see I'll have to ask him when I see him next a, <laughs> sucking
0: the soul out of that day yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's like should be on your dating
2: profile it's like oh make you cramp <laughs> <laughs> my pussy's so good it makes you feel physical discomfort <laughs>
0: dehydrated so bad that your legs are (laughs) my (laughs) god. Charlie horse.
1: What's your favorite position and
2: why? Uh, if I'm trying to come, me on top. Like, traditional cowgirl. Um, that's, like, how I can get, like, in the best position and, you know, the best, like, leverage and everything. Um, I also really like doggy, but I'm not going to come that way. Mm -hmm. I just really like, I don't know, that's if I want to, if I'm like in the mood to be like more submissive. Yeah. And I just like want to get fucked and like have somebody just rail me. I like that.
1: How long do you like foreplay to last? (laughs) How long do you like foreplay to last and how long do you like penetration to last?
2: I like, I mean, I don't need a ton of foreplay, but I love a ton of foreplay. Mm -hmm. Like most sex that I have probably lasts like 10 minutes. Mm -hmm like maybe like five minutes of foreplay and five minutes of fucking Really? yeah because like all all the sex i'm having right now is with people i've been fucking for years so it's like sometimes you know we'll get fancy but most of the time it's like yeah we kind of just want to come and then watch tv <laughs> or whatever and that's totally I, I think that's fine i think there's nothing wrong with that um i think it usually is longer with women
1: um yeah it usually is longer with women yeah
2: yeah, yeah. But I love, like, if somebody, like, really wants to, like, impress me. I love it if somebody, like, teases me for, like, 40 minutes before they fuck me. Like, yeah. that's yeah. the best. Well, that's what yeah. we should,
0: like...
1: That makes you come the hardest. Yeah. I had
0: this move for a while or just, like, put the first inch of my dick in. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of do that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, so you just feel it, like, entering and exiting. Then you mm-hmm. finally put the whole thing in, and it's just, like oh my god the look on the face it's so good it's just like
2: that is that i do this thing with kevin sometimes that it like drives me crazy where i'll like start to like act like i'm gonna suck his dick and and i'll put it in my mouth but i'll like keep my mouth really open wide so like none of my mouth is actually like touching his dick and it'll just but it'll be inside my mouth and so he like doesn't know when it's gonna like close up yeah that's good he really likes it
1: (laughs) yeah Okay, do you watch porn?
2: All the time. Daily, yes.
1: What, uh, what's your favorite flavor right now?
2: I kind of, um, I alternate between a few different things. I really like game gangbangs, I really like cream pies. Mm-hmm. I really love lesbian scenes, but only if they're, like, made for women.
1: Yeah, I feel that, me
2: too. Like, there is not a lot of lesbian porn that's not just, like, for the male gaze, and, yeah, yeah it's hard to
1: find. Any porn I watch, it like, I want it to be female-friendly, and it's hard to find like, softcore female-friendly porn. <laughs> yeah, but
2: I I do like a lot of, like, mm-hmm. porn for men too, yeah, like, yeah. I think most gangbang porn is, like, not really made with women in mind, but I'm into it. Mm-hmm. And I also watch, like, weird, like, like hentai shit, and, like, 3D animation from video games Yeah. shit. Like, there's a lot of really good 3D animated porn that uses, like, the 3D models from video games, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, so fucking awesome. Some of it's great. (laughs) What are your kinks? I am probably most... I'm a Switch, but I'm mostly submissive. I would say my dominant side just comes out with, like, certain partners in, like, certain situations. Um, I like... I'm not nearly as into, like, impact play or, like, physical pain that I used to be, but I really like restraint, and I like, I like boundaries. Like, I like, um, I like psychological boundaries. Like, I really like it when the dom, like, makes rules for me. Mm -hmm. Or, like, um, I don't know, like, makes me obey in, in ways that aren't necessarily, like, physical.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I like stuff like, you know, ice and candle wax and shit, too. That's
0: always fun.
2: Yeah, and physical restraints. I love being like tied up and controlled. About
0: like primal.
2: What do you mean by that? I've heard that described a few different ways, and not quite sure. So the way that
0: like I've always seen it, I've only like experienced this once with somebody. It was fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. It's like you both basically are like two like like a lion a lioness just like going at it, like attacking each other, like biting, like not like you know to draw blood, but Mm -hmm. you know like as a lion would its mate. You know they bite him on the neck Uh and go in. And, like, you're doing that throughout it. It's just, like, you're two beasts merging as one. Like, it is, oh, my gosh, amazing. It like, sounds really hot. It's so hot. I feel <laughs> like
2: I would probably not be very good at that because I... That's why I'm not a very good Dom. I get too caught up with, like, Like, are they okay with this? Is this okay what I'm doing? Like, I, I'm not good at, like, inflicting pain on people and... I have right. to have like a really high comfort level with somebody to like do that kind well, of. You
0: could do it as like the prey then. Like, yeah, you, I would you, be the prey. I would that. be like,
2: super okay with that. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Just like you know, having somebody on top of you from behind biting your neck, Just yeah. going at it like. Oh yeah, like, that
2: kind of thing is super hot. No, it's so hot. I'm very into it, and like I'm, I'm also like, you know, consent is obviously very important, but yeah. I, in my personal opinion, with my personal relationships. If I'm fucking somebody, I don't require them to, like, ask for consent for, like, every little thing that they want to try, you know? So if, like, so I really like being with partners who will just, like, do shit like that.
0: And my thing is always, like, it's always weird when you first get started. Because Mm -hmm. when you're first doing it, it's like, I don't know what's okay, but once I know what's okay, I'm gonna do it when I want to yeah do, you know i know love that saying? i love that but like it, it, it's always weird in like the romantic sense because i feel like a lot of times women want you to just go for it mm-hmm. like i had a girl once at my house and she kept on saying no don't fuck me don't fuck me she slept in my bed and i didn't fuck her mm-hmm. because she said she didn't mm-hmm. want to and the next morning she was like i had a dream where you just took it and i was like oh really she's like that's what i wanted and i was like well, i can do that now and she was like, "No." That, that's not the point. I'm like,
2: so I'm like, what the? What you I think talking? that's fucked up. It's I think, so fucked up. Yeah, I think it's like you have to. There has to be some form of explicit consent. You can't just play mind games with somebody like that. I'm that's fucked gonna, up.
0: That's because like in my mind, I'd be raping that woman.
2: You, yeah. it literally would be if she yeah. decided it was. I yeah.
0: I had I had a, an ex that wasn't into foreplay at all, and so it was just every time going and dry, and it even it felt naughty doing that yeah like it's about there's so much more to it Mm -hmm. than just dick and vagina
2: so much and i'm very into like consensual non-consent like i'm super super into it but like the consent part has to be there you can't just like assume that you're on the same page with no you can't it's like so not okay Ugh, that sucks that sucks that like women have tried to like get you to do that yeah being
0: a guy that's why like it's very hard because i mean i'm always i'll ask before i kiss yeah me too which like that a lot of women are like that's not the point it's like are you you i just don't want you know like five years from now somebody to be like well he didn't ask me and then like make that decision i'm just like i I also don't want to be miscommunicating with that i don't want (laughs) to give somebody something that they don't want. And so yeah. it's easy just to be like, hey, do you want this? You know? And you can actually like people think it can kill the mood. I think it can be kinda of hot. No,
2: I think it can be so hot. I think if somebody like especially if it's done in like there's so many sexy ways to ask for consent. It doesn't have to be transactional. It doesn't yeah. have to be clinical. You don't have to fucking sign a contract like some people like try to exaggerate and act like that's a No, what we're I mean it's towards. like literally
0: like all I can do is just like stare in the eyes and just be like, oh, I really want to kiss you right now. Mm-hmm. Like that is enough if that gets consented one way or the other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's
1: a good way to do it. Or just being like, want to kiss the the way you shouldn't do it. Is be like, so um, can I kiss you? No.
2: Yeah, I don't. I think it's better to say, do you do you want me to fuck you? Do you yeah. want do you want me to touch you? Yeah. Versus like, can I or may I? Yeah. Unless you're doing like a power play thing, then it's like a yeah. sexy like, please may I?
0: Yeah. I, I think for me at least, once the kissing starts you know it's about if i move my hand somewhere and you push it away then i'm like i'm not going to go back
2: yeah that's um, important yeah like mm-hmm.
0: and then it- but, like, I don't know about ball in the middle of it being like, can I? Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, it's like, can I touch
1: t- you here? Can I do this? Yeah, because yeah, be my mouth t- like, is being yeah, used. You don't, to, you don't have to ask for all that, but I think a good rule of thumb is if you're gonna do something unusual, like, put a finger in their butt or something, you, say, should yeah, you should ask. I was about to say,
0: yeah, you should ask, Kind of stick it in your butt? Yeah.
1: No, I mean, or you
2: can just kind of, like, play around on the outside a little bit and see how they respond. I I do think that, like, you know, physical consent is a thing, and if, yeah. again, I can always speak for myself in, like, my own sex life but like i'm super okay with people kind of like testing things out and seeing how i physically respond and then reacting accordingly i don't necessarily need somebody to i do like if we've never fucked before and we're making out if they like find out verbally if i want to fuck before they just stick it in yeah but like that doesn't even have to be a whole thing it can just be like it can be like do you want me to fuck you or like like, what do, you, what do you want me to do or something? Like, it can be sexy. It can, be, it can even be, like, a tease thing. Oh, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Like, ugh, there's just so many... I feel like people who say, like, consent, getting consent is not sexy are... They must just be, like, really bad at, like, sex and dirty talk.
0: No, I think that's exactly it. Like, <laughs> really coming down to... Granted, I'll say this, I was on a date with a girl. And at the end of it, I realized I wasn't going to see her for, like, a month, you know, afterwards. Because it was just the time of it. And... She gave me that kiss right here. I hate that kiss. Like, it's on that... Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to get me drunk. <laughs> uh, she gave me that kiss, like, right between, like, the mouth and the cheek. I hate that because it's like, I don't know what to do there. <laughs> so she was... I, I, I went for it, but then she continued to move there. I was like, okay, I guess that's not what mm-hmm. she wants. And uh, as I was leaving, I was like, hold on. I was like, I'm not going to see you for, like, a month. I really want to kiss you. And she said, no. Said, okay. She go, just wanted to tease you. No way. Okay. <laughs> she goes, I I wanted you to just go for that. I was like, okay, I get that. In that scenario I can see. You. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, but now I don't want you to do it so that you have a reason to see me again. So she did want to tease you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, damn.
2: Hmm.
0: Damn, that's a good line. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean that's that's a real thing too. Yeah. Teasing is fun.
0: It it can be. Mm hmm. But it's
1: interesting. (laughs) So what gets you going, and what puts you over the edge?
2: Uh, Teasing, as we were just just discussing. Yeah. Like, withholding, like, a little bit of touching, and, like, then pulling away, and, um, you know, like, long game flirtation where I, like, don't quite know what's going to happen. It's, like, super, super hot.
1: Do you like edging?
2: You know, I've never really done edging in, like, a real way. Mm -hmm. Um, but in concept, yes. The problem with edging is I, I've never been able to, like, not come.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. What do you use as lighter fluid when you're curling alone?
2: What? <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> I love how that's... That I didn't come up with that. That is, is that 100% what kind of, Aria.
2: Is that what kind of toys do I use? No, or? no. Do you, what? what
0: do you
1: think about when you masturbate? No, it's
0: really just what do you use to get yourself off. and So it can be do you use toys, <laughs> okay. do you... Like, anything. Like, mm-hmm. what is you getting yourself off, right?
1: Yeah, like, what do you think about and what toys do you use? It can be both. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, well, my daily driver is my Hitachi Magic Wand, the oh, old the standard, the classic
0: amazing.
2: Yeah, it's the, re- there's a the reason that it's, you know, it's the the, the, end all be all. It's the gold standard. It's spectacular. I also
0: hate all these girls that have the fake ones, you know, the ones that are like that big and they're like fucking made of shit. Some that. of them are good.
2: I, I mean, mean, some of them are
0: that Hitachi.
2: I've had a few decent ones over the years. I used to write reviews for sex toys, so I was yeah. sent like fuck tons of them. Um, but I only, I didn't really have any, they sent me, like, some cheap bullshit to review most of the time. So I wrote, I wrote, like, scathing reviews. Really? (laughs)
0: That's funny. Um,
2: of sex toys and pornos. This was a long time ago. Um, but anyway, yeah, I usually, daily, I usually use my Hitachi. It's not called a Hitachi anymore because they distance themselves from the sex market. It's now just called a magic wand
0: which is so fun I was, I was walking through disney world and i saw a bunch of family that had hitachi hats yeah. and i was just like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's all that i know them for
2: <laughs> um sometimes i don't usually do any penetration when i'm solo
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh mostly out of laziness yeah and I honestly don't even usually like take my pants off
1: cuz I me, usually Me too. Like that's how girls do it. They don't do penetration when they do it solo generally. You just do it on the
0: clit. Yeah. we come from vaginal intercourse.
1: Uh not
2: alone. It ha- there has to be clit okay. stimulation with it. Okay. That's why I like to be on top cuz I get both. Yeah. I love penetration, don't get me wrong. Like I really really like it. But I don't
3: No, I get it. yeah. yeah.
2: It's like not when I just want to like you know, I work from home, so when I want to, like, just get off really quick in the middle of my work day and not even take my leggings off, I'm going to just use the wand. <laughs> I feel
0: what?
2: And I'll, I'll watch porn on my phone. I'll, I'll watch whatever. I'll think about fucking or
1: something. <laughs> do you do it mentally or do you have to watch porn?
2: I don't have to watch porn, but I usually do because it's just more fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and when I'm... you do it mentally, what do you think about? Like, past sexual experiences or a new fantasy? <gasps>
2: Uh, lately, I think about my boyfriend coming inside me. Okay. That's a good
0: that's, that's,
2: like pretty much specifically what gets me off these
0: days. I get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's something odd about coming inside somebody. Well,
2: I think also because, you know, he's the only person I have sex with without a condom. Yeah. It's like it's the and you know we, i don't get to see him all the time so it's this, this thing that i can't like always have yeah so it's like this thing that i really want like all the time
0: <laughs> it's not i get it i mean it's the forbidden fruit at that point yeah exactly just, it feels just so good it really I mean, does for both the women and the man it feels great mm-hmm. like there's something about of pussy yeah it's just
2: or sometimes i'll think about like it depending on how gay i feel that day <laughs> <laughs> i might think about like like a like a really dominant woman like fucking with a strap on
1: mm-hmm. or something like a random woman that you don't know or someone you've been with
2: before uh probably a random woman i don't know because uh, i'm not like in a relationship with any women right now yeah There, there's not really i've had lots of like awesome sex with women but there's not like anyone i'm like super crushing on specifically oh well, that's not true there's a couple of am kind of crushing on but but not who I'm like having sexual fantasies about mm-hmm. randomly.
0: You're more just like, that's a really cool chick.
2: I'm more just like, oh that something might happen. This might something might happen. Ooh. We'll see. We'll see. That exciting. Some things are in the works, some things are cooking up.
0: The oh it might, it might not. Yeah, it's fun. I've been going through this thing where I have to have sex with people that I care about. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to call that, but that's what I've been doing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: a dating profile right now we can look at. I do not. I'm not active on any dating profiles right now. What is the best advice you would give to someone who is making a dating profile?
2: Be honest about who you are and what you want to represent about yourself. Don't try to be what you think people want. Just try to show who you are because if you misrepresent yourself, you're not going to attract people who are into the kind of person you are. You're going to attract people who are looking for something else and it's eventually you're going to find each other out and it's not going to work out.
1: Okay. Uh, two-part question. What would, what's the best advice you could give to single people? And what's the best advice you could give people in a relationship?
2: My best advice to single people is don't think you need a relationship to define you or, or like, you know, be your identity. Um, if you're not happy single, you won't be happy in your relationship. It's a cliche because it's true. You know you have to know yourself and be okay with being by yourself before you can be in a relationship that's like another thing that again like not to be the person who preaches about how great polyamory is but you know this 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 type of relationship means that we don't have to need each other Mm -hmm. like we and we don't need each other we you know we're fine on our own we're happy on our own we live our own lives, we are both whole people, and because we don't need each other, it gives us the space to want each other, and that's, like, what's most important to me in a relationship, is to want each other, not to need each other. Mm -hmm. So if you're single, and you feel like you need somebody, you don't. Mm -hmm. Like, you need to feel comfortable on your own, and if somebody else wants to join you on whatever path you're on, then awesome! That's a great bonus, that's fantastic, but You don't need that to be a whole person.
1: That's good
0: advice. That's a a beautiful sentiment. That's something that I feel like (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, I know that. I know that is a beautiful sentiment, though. That's something that I feel like I needed to hear about a week ago, so Aww. thank you. Uh, I really hope that that reached a lot of people. And I, I think that comes to an end. So okay. Do you have anything that you want to plug, Ruby?
2: Uh, yes. We didn't even talk about stripping or burlesque or anything. We, we just start,
0: we, I think we're going to need a second episode with you to I'm, go into that.
2: Listen, I'm down... Whenever. I
0: think that we might just have to have a conversation. Like, I, I mean, like this is just the interview. The, you know, now you get the second. <laughs>
2: okay, cool. Um, yeah, so uh, if what I have sounded... What I have sounded... I, now I've had too much wine. Um, If what I have said sounds hot to you and you want to look at my tits and my ass, you should subscribe to my OnlyFans.
0: Hey!
2: That is OnlyFans.com slash RubyTesla. I have a very, very sexy collab coming up with a very hot lady I know. Ooh. Uh, That should be coming out very shortly. Um, I also have shows coming up. When does this episode come out?
0: Uh, like, tomorrow.
2: Okay, so... (laughs) this week in central florida thursday may 18th i will be dancing at soft tails gentlemen's club in Deland, florida for thickies which is an all plus size strip club night nice. um, friday night september it's september right no it's august <laughs> august 19th i will be at the me theater for from the mind of tim burton from midnight fables cabaret and on saturday August 20th, I will be performing classic burlesque at Mather's Social Gathering in downtown Orlando. And then the following week, I'm back in South Florida, August 26th, I will be performing at the Outcast show at Alibi Monkey Bar in Milton Manors.
0: This is like the longest. We've had. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Shilling. And uh, my
2: Instagram is ruby underscore Tesla. Yeah,
0: perfect. <laughs> oh, wait, did you mention what your OnlyFans is on? Oh,
2: I think I did okay. OnlyFans.com slash Ruby Tesla.
0: It's, guys, it's, it's great stuff. I, I got a preview and I was like, damn. So I mean, He's lying. I need some shit. <laughs> <laughs> trying to boost you.
1: <laughs> He's correct, though. It is good.
0: <laughs> Arya. Do you have anything to plug?
1: Uh, like, rate, comment, subscribe the podcast on every podcast channel. Do whatever you would do to support a podcast that you like. Follow us
0: on Instagram at Dating Tales and Dating Tales. Yeah, uh, I'm going to plug this podcast also. Just keep it on repeat, guys. <laughs> just, like, shuffle while you sleep and just turn the volume down. We're just going to fuck with the algorithm enough so that we win. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, guys, as always, you, you mean the world to us. Like, seriously, we wouldn't be doing this without y'all. Like, having you guys out there every day is just we love it, we love what you do we love that you're here and we want you to know that you feel loved and there's somebody out there for you that when it comes down to it that's what life is about is finding those things and the ebbs and flows the coming and going and truly being human and that's what we love about you so you guys have a great evening we're signing off